0: Hey everyone, it's BJ Alex, live, come on in, and don't forget to hit that like button, get ready. It's Friday night, so this show is gonna get real steamy. I guess this episode doesn't need that much of an introduction at this point, right? So in Alex's own words, go get some tissues and make sure you're alone, because we're getting started in 3, 2, 1. For your ears delight only, GMB, episode 8. From BJ Alex to full volume, a.k.a. Let's Talk camboys Boys, and how we fall in love with them. Or in some cases, how to make them fall in love with you. But we'll get there in a minute. Don't get too frisky yet. Oh, and before I forget, disclaimer, we do need it today. This content is intended for mature audiences only. It can contain strong language, sexual references and mention of violence. Listener discretion is advised. So BJ Alex by Mingua is a classic example of how we should never judge a book by its cover and how we cannot like a person solely on their looks because, well, a person that's beautiful on the outside isn't necessarily the same on the inside. Sure, they can change later on, but. Getting too far ahead, so I'll shut up. Set in South Korea, like another 90% of the man was I've talked about so far, BJ Alex follows the lives of two students, Nam Dong and his Bei Anju Won, and how their fate intertwined together, almost by mistake. Our lovely Dong here has, in fact, a hobby he is very passionate about. Every night at 10 he locks himself up in his room and watches a live camboy show hosted by Alex, a broadcast jockey or BJ he fell in love with. Not only for his ripped body, but also for his candor in sharing his sexual experiences with his viewers. Disclaimer, Dong-Yoon doesn't really know how Alex's face looks like since he always wears a mask during his broadcasting, but that doesn't seem to stop his relentless infatuation one bit. And because Fate is a cruel mistress in the web union, <clears throat> In the Webtoon universe, little does he know that the man of his dreams is closer than he thinks. Do you remember I mentioned a certain Han Jiwon Sunbei? Let's just say that one night, during a university get together when Dong gets legless drunk, it's Won that will take him home, and during a not so sexy shirtless moment here, Dong will realize that, you guessed it already, I'm sure of it, his Sunbei is none other than the same Alex to whom he jerks off every night and he is in for a treat indeed because Han Won is a complete jerk. Yes, that perfect boy attitude he keeps at school is only a facade in order not to get discovered, and since Dong-Yoon got the rabbit out of the hat, so to say, they're not really off to a great start. With the promise to avoid each other from that moment onwards everything seems to go back to normal, as it used to be, except that Ji-won can only think about Dong-yu when he jerks off, so in order to keep the broadcast alive and well, they become sex partners, with the promise not to get the feelings involved in any way. But as I said moments ago, fate is a cruel mistress here, and unpredictable, and their feelings get a bit out of control. Now with their hearts out on the table, will our 2 lovely doves get a happy ending despite a rough start and a bit of a past trauma, or will their pride win and leave them high and dry? Curtain falls. a round of applause. And an applause as well to G1, who starts off as, as the jerk you want to punch in the face, and he gets to be the sweetheart next door that you want to have babies with. Not me, though. I do hate babies, but whoever wants to have babies in the future, you're welcome. There's a perfect candidate here. Yeah? Okay? Uh, honestly, I wanted to punch the bastard in the face at a certain point. That fucking attitude was triggering me on so many levels. But you know me. You know me by now. I do love when a character does a good old 180 and seeing where it all started for Jiwon, then exploring his past, then seeing him working on himself in order to get free from the shackles and learning uh, the <laughs> lesson in order to become a better man. Well, it was such a joy to watch from start to finish. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Especially the change of attitude towards Dongyun. And witnessing how he slowly became more and more affectionate and learning how to show it to him during the process, it was very heartwarming. I'm so happy for them, as you can hear from my voice. I'm very, very happy that he's not a jerk anymore and now they do love each other and they're doing whatever they're doing. Uh, And by the way, Dong-hyun is too good for his own good. No matter how much shit life throws at him, or in this case, the <laughs> Angie wants to be, he still remained the gentlest soul, and at a point this made me so angry because I couldn't get how he wouldn't react, like, at all. I mean, I know love is blind, and if a person is good, it'll be good no matter what, but sometimes a good old, a good old kick in the ball speaks louder than action. I'm, I'm just putting it out there, okay? Okay, I don't condone violence, but sometimes, I mean, a kick in the ball does... Not that much harm, so, yeah. You should go for it, go for it, it's very liberating. And speaking of which, I also loved how the atmosphere during the smut scenes constantly changed as the feelings of the characters grew stronger. We are in for a rough start, in each and every sense, when G1 and Dungu decide to be sex partners, and we end it all with sure a lot of passion and sweat and positions that look like the, gymna- the gymnastics choreos, Uh, that never goes away with those two but also we have mutual trust, affection and care and we do love a couple that does enjoy themselves but always with consent and care Mm -hmm. yeah and speaking about care let's not forget that about the secondary couple formed by bj md and chambo uh by the way i'm putting it out there md if you're listening call me if you need a new partner don't be shy i will be here waiting for you okay Now, for those of you who don't know, MD is a BJ and a colleague of Jiwon slash Alex, whatever you want to call him, and Chanwoo is Dongyun's best friend and colleague as well. And thank you so much, motorcycle, for ruining the moment. Thank you ever so much. And needless to say, it's thanks to those two that uh, MD and Chanwoo will meet. And let me tell you, all that BDSM action is a feast for the eyes. Unlike the stupid crap that they gave us with Fifty Shades of Grey, honestly. It was so bad I wanted to gouge my eyes out, but yeah, you know, if you want to hate something, you need to know that stuff, so I watched it anyway. And oh boy, do I regret it? Every fucking day. Every fucking day of my life. Anyways, let's leave in hope that MD and Chanwoo will get a series of their own, and let's get onto full volume. And my. Insane, and let's underline that, insane passion for men with broad chest. Full volume. The series where men have bigger boobs than mine and everybody calls himself as an animal for no particular reason. Let me explain from the top. First and foremost, say hi to our lovely protagonists here, Beom and Dawon, two neighbors that apparently have nothing in common and know next to nothing about each other. Apparently. Now, I do say apparently too many times, because they are each other's number one's fan, they just know nothing about it. Yet. You see, our Doan here is none other than Coral Snake, Baeum's favourite author, and Bayum is also known as Snow Tiger, a cowboy the one always watches with an insane passion. The only problem here? They aren't off for to the best start, as Bayum sports a rude personality towards his fr- his friendlier neighbour Doan, who is completely smitten by his insanely gorgeous look. And even though Beaum is a bit of a pain in the ass, he would gladly be the pain up his ass, literally. And let me tell you, it will be no easy task to achieve, as our beautiful snow tiger here is a tad bit of a germophobic, and later declares that nothing compares to a dildo, both for size and cleanliness, and that he will never have sex with a real person. So uh, will our snake be able to slither his way to Beaum's heart, and hearts, or will it remain just a... show fantasy and nothing more? (laughs) I guess we will find out soon. We're only 12 chapters into the story, so I might be a bit early to say anything, but we all know where these kind of stories go. Yeah, and can I just say, can I just say how much I am loving, how candidly the feelings and fantasies of the characters are portrayed? Can I just say it? Can I? Can I? Of course I can, because no one's here with me. This is my reign and I can do whatever I want. So, if you don't like it, I will say it anyway. So, what I want to say is not that the other stories are lacking anything like that, but in here, it really feels as if we're watching a documentary about real people's lives and kings. Think, for example, the one and his passion for broad men. When he spots Beyond for the first time, it is only natural for him to jerk off for a lot of better term while thinking about him and the same goes for Bayonne when he realizes that the neighbor he despises so uh, is the writer that he admires so much. I know I do sound a bit confusing and confused at the moment but what I'm trying to say is in most stories we do find these kind of scenes like all the jerking off action but their sole purpose is like the, I feel like they're literally a filler for a smart story while we wait for the real action to happen so they could be there they couldn't be there um nobody would really care except that of course we need fillers because every story needs a good filler so they put it there okay been there done that fine we like them we appreciate them but that's it nothing much Now, in full volume, on the contrary, the self-pleasuring scenes and the likes are there as an integrating and important part of the plot. And a crucial step, let's underline that because for me it's really important, and it's a crucial step in the development of the sexual and romantic relationship between the characters. Now, I... Can you hear that, guys? It's the ambulance! It hasn't been here for a while. A round of applause for the ambulance, because we missed you. We missed you so much, thank you for the sound effect, I do appreciate it. So yeah, I was saying, uh, other stories, uh, jerk of scenes, mere filler in this story, part of the development. I hope I did explain myself in sort of the right way, if not, go read full volume and you'll get what I mean, okay? Another thing that made me love this story so much is the darkness and clumsiness of Bohm and Dawon. In in drama school, I do believe we call it the comedy of errors. I do think it's the right term. I'm not too sure, but let's just say it's the comedy of errors. And I can't get enough of it. It always cracks me up to see how their story could have developed way faster if they weren't such dorks. But again, I do appreciate a comedy moment, especially after all the stories full of angst and resentment we've been delivered through these recent years. And alas, there is not much more I have to say, really. I mean... As I said, it's only 12 chapters, there isn't much more to talk about. But what I could say is, why can't we get enough of camboy stories and how do we fall in love with them, still to this day, after all the camboy stories that we witnessed throughout the years? Because we are a bunch of lewd wires, that is why. I'm sorry, but you need to face reality. We all do love a good story where something deemed as prohibited happens. We saw it with Window to Window as well. It wasn't about camboys, but didn't we all love that moment when Shingino was spying his crush from the window? Of course we did. But jokes aside, as long as you don't hurt yourself or your partner, unless it's safe and consensual, of course, or you do something illegal, well, embrace your kinks. There's nothing wrong with them and you should never feel ashamed about it. We all have our kinks. As I said, just do them in a safe way. Uh, in a safe way, in a safe spot, and everything is jolly good, alright? And this, my dearies, I would say is the conclusion of this week's episode of d A very short one, if I see it correctly. And I just realized... I just realized, probably, to all of your delight, that I forgot the jingle. Yep. Yeah. but you know what? I must have been a torturer in a past life, so you'll get the jingle right now, as a closing song! Let's rejoice! <coughs> and this is the moment where the jingle isn't supposed to be. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Oh, this jingle! You thought it was over, but instead it will be our closing song in three, two, one. You're welcome. You thought, you thought this was the day it was all over? Not today. But, nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed your time with me today. Please make sure to stay hydrated, masturbate regularly, as it is good for your body and your mind as well. Do remember that I love you and appreciate you. And I will see you next Wednesday. And I hope I won't be as tired as today and that my tongue will not twist as much as it did today. I love you guys. Bye!